welcome to another Vince August podcast, everyone. This one uh, a little bit different than others um, following the, the wake of the tragedies this country went through in Orlando. Um, and this is a common theme worldwide, um, not just here in America, but all around the world. And today is Tuesday, June 14th. I've seen roughly two days of coverage now um, and have seen social media explode with the usual, uh, the finger pointing, the blaming, um, the solutions which offer no realistic change. And the one thing that I believe we should do as people is accept our own responsibilities in this thing. Um, I'm sorry, but it, it's time for everyone to realize with rare and few exceptions out there that we are all part of the problem. Um, we are all responsible for that trigger being pulled. This nation over the last 15 years since 9-11 uh, we went from this never forget unified nation to, in my lifetime, the most divided, segregated nation I've ever come to know or understand. Um, now, granted, you know, 9-11 happened. I was, but what, 32 years old. So my years before that, you know, maybe I didn't have an adult's understanding of the world the way I do now. Uh, but it, it's truly sad what this country has become, and every one of us is to blame. This is not a question of one religion. This is not a question of the NRA. This is not the question of gun owners. This is not the question of people that um, support one candidate or the other. We are all to blame. And until we all accept our responsibility, until we are all as human beings willing to accept that we are responsible for everyone around us, this will never get better. It takes a village, and we are no longer a village. We are, we are a divided house, and we're not divided in half. We're divided in so many pieces um, that it's becoming worse and worse and worse. The lack of communication in this country and the inability for people to speak to one another in a civilized manner is the first problem. We don't listen to one another. We are so filled with anger. We are so filled with the baggage that we bring to every conversation that we really fail to listen and hear what the other person is trying to express. We are so overwhelmed with the almost unable to control feeling that we have to get our point across. We are so consumed with our own opinion and beliefs that we simply don't listen to one another. We don't. Like I said, we bring our own baggage and opinion to every conversation 
And all we want to do is say our side. We simply don't listen to one another. And I think about where I've learned the most in life, how I've learned the most in life. I've had amazing teachers. I've been very lucky that way. Over the course of years, and I I can go through grammar school, high school, college, law school, uh, and beyond classes I've acting classes I've taken, um, you know, listening to audio books, listening to you know shamanic CDs and all kinds of things, books I've read, and I can tell you right now, without question, one hundred percent certain, I learn more when I'm listening and reading than I am when I'm talking. You learn more by listening and reading than you do speaking your own opinion. The only way to understand what someone else is thinking and feeling is by listening to them. And don't bring your own baggage. Don't bring your own emotion to the conversation. Just be open-minded and try to understand what the other person is saying. I understand why there is radical Islam in the world. I really do. I really understand that there is a feeling that people have that they have been oppressed. That there's a feeling out there that people believe the system in this world will not allow them to have the ability to be and exercise who and what they are. And the only way to get it is literally to kill, to abolish everyone else that won't allow them to have it. Do I agree with it? No, it is wrong. It is disgusting. It is repulsive. But my study of history Limited as it may be in understanding what happened in Afghanistan during the 80s with Russia. How the Americans and the really the rest of the Western world, we pick and choose our battles, when to go in, when to provide support, when to leave. The lack of infrastructure, the lack of education, the lack of the correct leadership in certain religious communities which allows gang mentalities to take over is not just limited to that region of the world. It happens here in our own country. It just doesn't happen in the way it happens in the rest of the world. We have gangs here in America. We always have. We've had the Bloods, the Crips, the Latin Kings. There's all kinds of, we've had mafia. We've had the Russian mafia, the Italian mafia, the Colombian gangs and mafia. We have all kinds of organized crime organizations. We have white-collar crime. We have people that are doing within our nation what ISIS or ISIL, whatever you want to call it, is doing around the world. They just use different means. Some use bombs. Some use guns. Others use a computer. Others use money, finances, manipulation of a system. It happens all over the world. And we just have lost our way to understand that we are all responsible for letting this stuff happen. We are our brother's keeper. But we're filled with so much anger and so much blame. 
That's all I've seen for the last 24 hours. Blame the NRA. Blame Islamic radicals. Blame our government. Blame the Republicans. Blame the Democrats. When do you as a person accept your own blame? When do you start seeing the flaws and responsibilities that we have in our own lives in treating each other with dignity and respect? Tolerance is not about everyone agreeing with what you want, what you believe. Tolerance is understanding that what you believe and what you want is not consistent with everyone else around you. And being able to understand those inconsistencies and still live in harmony with one another. As Americans and as this nation as a whole, we need to accept our blame. That our beliefs and systems as a democracy is not necessarily to be imposed upon the rest of the world. We are citizens as human beings. We are citizens of the world. We may live in different nations and our passport and our citizenship may show us to belong to a certain country, but we are in fact citizens of the world. We are free to travel in most nations. As long as you have a passport, you can fly to another country. And we have to learn to respect the values of other countries, respect the traditions, respect the cultures, as much as we may disagree with it. And if you do disagree with it, it is not upon you to then impose your will, your system of beliefs upon them. If you want to do something to create change, lead by example. Lead by example of showing that you can live in harmony with other people. Show people that your way of life, your belief system is to be admired. That will ultimately create the change because the people that are becoming radicalized, the reason they become radicalized is because they see that radicalization as something attractive. They see it as something that gives them a a belief system that's attractive. The way to defeat that is to show them that there is something better. There is something better than to trying to impose your will upon others. And again, you could do it with a gun. You could do it with airplanes. You could do it with bombs. You could do it with words and actions. You could do it by living your life in a way that makes your peaceful existence, your respectful existence, so attractive that people would rather be you than be that other thing. And listen, in this country, we we need to stop with our con- being this so condescending. We're so pompous. We had hundreds of years of slavery. If you look at our history of from the time Columbus was here to where we are now, the large percentage of that time was spent in slavery. And now we are going to go around the world and talk about democracy. We lived most of our existence as a country in slavery. And now we're going to impose democratic values upon the rest of the world. 
We lived most of our existence really as an oppressive society, whether it's towards women, towards gays. And now we're going to tell everyone you need to catch up with us. Really? We're going to be that pompous and arrogant. See, that's the problem here. The second America makes change, we want everyone to catch up with us. The funny thing is we're behind most of the world. We really are. We need to start taking care of our own home. We need to start it by going. When I say take care of our own home, I don't mean our country. I mean literally your own home. We need to start within our house. Stop blaming school teachers for the problems of your kids. Stop blaming your boss for the problems in your own home. Start taking responsibility and making yourself a happier, healthier person. Take care of your own home, literally, the people in your home. Make sure that as spouses and partners, you do everything possible to make each other happy. If you have children in your home, care for your children. Show them the love, attention, and discipline they need so that when they walk out the door, they treat others with the respect that you want to be treated with yourself and you want them to be treated with. It starts there because if it starts there and everybody does that, then your block will be that much better off. The block across the street will then start to emulate you when they see, wow, those people have a really good time on that block party. It becomes contagious. It really does. Much like ISIS and ISIL and the anger Rooted in that becomes contagious, much like the gang mentality we see in inner cities because they don't have the proper example and guidance. Much like that becomes contagious, the opposite becomes contagious too. And we are all responsible for that. We are all responsible for it. And to people that have that anger, members of ISIS, member of ISIL, listen, let me explain something to you. I don't judge the Muslim faith by the radicals, that 1% to 5% that have radicalized. Please don't judge me as a citizen of America by my leaders. Because you know what? When I go into an election booth, I get to vote for one senator, one governor, and one president. In fact, in this past primary season, by the time... I was able to go to the election booth. The rest of the country already decided who my Republican and Democratic candidates for president would be. And I can tell you right now, the people that sit in Washington, D.C., they are representatives, but they don't represent necessarily my beliefs. Okay? I didn't want to go to war in Iraq. I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the policies that are implemented around the world by our nation. I don't like the way we cherry pick where to go to war, when to start imposing our system of beliefs based upon what's under the ground, i.e., is there oil there? Is it worthless for us to go to the Middle East where there's oil, where there's the same atrocities happening in areas of Africa, but because there's nothing under that ground but sand, we could care less? Believe me. I have several issues with my government. Don't judge me and my freedoms. And my desire to live 
by the actions of our representatives because the people that went to that nightclub in Orlando that night, they are not part of the system and the problems that are put forth by our government. Those were 49. For the most part, I don't know them individually, but from what I can see, literally innocent people going out to celebrate life. To celebrate life with dancing, music, drinking, having fun, holding hands, hugging, loving one another. Please don't take out your anger and frustration, which may be proper, which may be proper against our government leaders on people that just want to live their lives in peace and harmony. And believe me, much like the Muslim faith, 5% of you are radicalized, and it's the same thing in this government. When you think about the amount of representatives that we have, 535, whatever it may be, compared to 330 million, please don't judge our nation based on those people that oftentimes we have little, if anything, to say about who we have to vote for. Believe me, I wish we had more say. We have a corrupt system, much like all over the world, it's a corrupt system. But for the most part, we're people. We're citizens of the world trying to get along. And it starts with communication. It starts with listening. I went to a, I had shows all Saturday night and then went to a party at the end of the night went to a barbecue and I walked in and there was a political debate. And one of the people there apparently was told about my views. And and the person asked me, you know, why do you dislike Clinton? And I started giving my reasons. You know, she's this, she's that, she said this, she did that, she did that. And about my third or fourth point that I was making, I was confronted with, well, Trump is any better? And I said, that's not the question you asked me. You asked me why I dislike Clinton. If you ask me why I dislike Trump, I will tell you why I dislike Trump. But you asked me a question. That's part of the problem. You ask a question. When you don't get the answer you want, you immediately go to confrontation. Why? Why can't we just learn to respect one another? Listen, you know what? You go, you visit a country like Russia. Russia does not have the same respect for the LBGT community that we have here in America. They haven't caught up to us, much like it took us time to catch up to the rest of the world. Is it so wrong to visit that country and say, you know what, you haven't caught up to us yet, fine. We'll respect your laws. Why must it be you're wrong? You need to catch up. You need to be progressive. You know, why? When women visit certain countries in the Middle East, they have to wear certain garb. It is the way it is. That's it. You want to visit this country, respect our culture, respect our tradition. This is the way we treat women. This is the way women are to be viewed. Why must it be then, well, you know what? You're being disrespectful. You need to, why? Respect it. It's not your house. 
respect the rules of someone else's home. Once we learn to do that, once we learn to have that respect, that mutual respect, believe me, there's going to be very little reason to fight. And listen, certain countries around the world, I hate to break it to Western civilized democracies. Certain countries are going to be oppressive. They're going to have dictators. They're going to have problems. It's the way it is. Much like certain homes, you have abusive parents. You have spouses that are abusive to other spouses. Parents that are abusive to kids. Kids that run amok. You can't rid the world of every evil. It's impossible. You can't rid the world of evil. So you have to do your best to take care of your own house. And when you do see that evil... Do something about it. Report it. It's not automatically war. If I know something's going on next door to me, I will contact the authorities. I will try to do something about it. But it's not, I'm not going to run over there and start beating somebody up and telling them what to do in their house. There's a, there's a procedure. There's ways to affect change that don't always involve violence. Don't always involve the imposition of your will. And we have to find what that way is to educate people, to show people you don't hit a woman. You don't hit a spouse. You don't hit anybody. You don't hit your kids. There's got to be a way to discipline. There's got to be a way to follow rules and procedures that don't involve violence. There's got to be consequence, whatever that consequence may be. There must be a system of punishment, whatever that system may be. We have to figure it out. We can't go around the world imposing our constitutional beliefs when we can't even figure out our own constitution. All I've seen for the last 48 hours is people argue over what the Second Amendment says, this document this amazing document created by brilliant minds that is outdated and we have no way of really translating it into modern day society with all of the intelligent people that we have, with all of the schools and education facilities in this country, we are unable to properly dissect the Second Amendment and understand how it's to be imposed and how it's to be limited towards our citizens, but we're going to go around the world and we're going to start telling people how to live their lives and what to do. We need to start listening to one another. We need to start understanding. And for all of the people that want to blame the NRA and the gun lobby, and even Barack Obama came out and said, you know, I, I can't do certain things because of the NRA. Well, then the first thing that says to me is really the NRA running this country. Is the NRA that powerful that the president of the United States is powerless against the NRA? Was the person who pulled the trigger in any of the mass shootings for the last however many years, were they all members of the NRA at the same time? Are we going to make this entire country based upon whether or not the NRA is an association that is powerful and evil? Is that what we're going to do? We're going to make everything about the NRA? That's the problem here? Homophobia is about the NRA? I mean, we can dissect this thing into so many pieces. 
We can dissect it into religion, into gun rights, into Second Amendment. But the bottom line is we need to start taking the blame ourselves. We need to start looking at ourselves and say, are we part of the – am I part of the problem? Let me look at my Facebook posts. Let me look at my social media posts. Are most of my posts angry and filled with hatred? Look at the media. When is our media going to start taking responsibility for the sensationalism and the opinions they put out with the lack of facts? When is our media going to go back to be fact reporting and educational versus scandalous, sensational, opinion-based rhetoric doing nothing more than trying to incite us into anger, incite us into taking sides? When are you as a reporter, when are you as a talk show host going to say, you know what, I need to stop inciting people. I need to stop name-calling. I need to stop condescending to people. I need to start putting forth a really intelligent perspective. We all pulled the trigger, everybody. I hate to break it to you. We're all guilty of this. We really are. There's exceptions. There are people out there every day that post incredibly positive things. There are people out there that live their lives in accordance with the principles to treat everybody with respect and human dignity. There's a lot of people out there. I haven't lost hope. I haven't abandoned hope. I really haven't. There are a lot of good people out there being bullied by the angry, really being bullied by the angry. I see it on TV. I see what's going on on reality TV. Everything is divisive. It's about people yelling and screaming at each other. It's about anger. It's about fights. Television loves conflict. We love conflict. It's in all of our movies. I mean, you know, everything has an arc, and it always involves conflict, conflict, conflict. Yes, it's part of life. Yes, it's part of reality. Believe me, I am not so naive to believe that we can have this utopian world where we all sit and hold hands together and sing Kumbaya. Believe me, I understand that there's going to be disagreements. There's going to be arguments. Why? Because you know what? We can't shut off our emotions. We can't shut off certain feelings that we have. Sometimes you're just having a bad day. Sometimes that happens. That's fine. But is it so wrong that when you're going through that, to acknowledge it at some point in time and say, you know what? That was me. I woke up on the wrong side of bed. You know what? That was me. Hey, everybody. You know what? If I was a crank yesterday, if I was an ass yesterday, I'm sorry. That was me. You know what? I'm just in a bad mood right now. Don't talk to me. Listen, I have, I'll be honest with you. I'll share. I have a brother I don't talk to. Okay. I don't, we don't talk. We had a falling out. We don't speak. I have nothing bad to say about him. He lives his life. I live my life. I don't run to my mother and try to tweak her to get her mad at my brother. I got nothing to say about him. He lives his life. I live my life. Spawned from the same parents. Sometimes you just don't get along. Sometimes you just don't see eye to eye. Sometimes you just don't share the same Beliefs and values, even though you were spawned from the same parents, it happens. Doesn't mean I have to bash them. Doesn't doesn't mean I have to hate them. We just don't get along. And you know what? When I don't get along with somebody, you know what I do? I just don't talk to them. 
I avoid them. It's not that hard to do. This is a really big place. It's not that hard to avoid the people you don't like. It's not that hard to avoid the things you don't like. No one's jamming this stuff down your throat. No one's coming into your house and making you like certain things. Now, granted, we have certain imposition of laws. We have certain restrictions of rights that we have to abide by. It's the way it is. Most of them are not that oppressive. They're really not. If you don't like them, take action. Be vocal. Speak out. But do so in a civilized manner. Don't start having these rallies outside of political places where you start punching someone, hitting someone, spitting at someone. Again, communication. When do you start accepting your responsibility? Sit down if you're listening to this podcast and say, do I really listen? Do I really pay attention to someone's point of view or am I just so emotional about getting out mine and making them believe what I think and believe and changing their mind. Not everyone is going to agree with you. Listen, not everyone shares my opinion about religion. It's fine. It's fine. I don't care. Not everyone shares my acceptance of the LBGT community. That's fine. It's fine. Not everyone accepts the fact that, you know, I've done my best to give up meat as part of my diet. I'm becoming a pescatarian. You can eat meat. I'm not telling you not to. We like to see animals be treated more humanely. It's all I want, you know. But you can't go around trying to impose your will on everybody to be like you. I can't expect everyone to be like me. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Not everyone has to share my opinions and beliefs. All it's incumbent upon me to do is find the ability to live in harmony with those that don't or associate with those that do so I don't have to deal with nonsense all day. That's our responsibilities to one another. Is it really that hard? So here we are two days after the shootings, and I say to you, please stop the name-calling Stop the finger pointing. Stop the anger. Really. It's time to stop. You know, I I saw a video where actors from Hollywood put again. Again, we're doing this again. Isn't this enough? Haven't we seen enough? It's time for you to do something. No, no, no. Stop telling everyone else to do something. You make a change in your own life. Be the change you want to see. It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. My God. Unbelievable. It's not about sitting and praying. It's about sitting with one another in peace. That's what it is. I really hope that this made sense. I really hope that people understand It's time to stop with the anger. It's really time to listen to one another. It's time to say, you know what? I know why you're voting for that candidate. I get it. I disagree with you. I'm voting for this one. I think they're going to do a better job. And you know what? 
let's hope somehow, some way, one of us is right. Is it that hard? Really? Is that that hard in this political culture going into this presidential election? Is it that hard to say? Unbelievable. Unbelievable that we just can't do that. I, I really... And you know what? I, I'm trying. That's what this podcast was. It's just me trying. You know, I'm not perfect. God knows I fly off the handle at certain things and I, I say things I regret and, you know, wind up in banter sometimes that I'm just like, oh, what am I doing? I do my best and that's all you can do. No one wants you to be perfect. Just do your best, man. Be the nicest possible person you can be and ask yourself, am I being nice today? Or am I just trying to impose my will on everybody? Am I, do I just want everyone to be like me? Celebrate our differences, everybody. Be nice to everybody. That's all this is about. Try to understand.